here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. Starting out the morning with beautiful conditions. Take a look at the gorgeous live Zephyr cam that we have. We have some nice high clouds streaming over us too, so that's helping lead to the nice colors in the skies. We're looking at partly to mostly sunny skies once again for today. It looks like we may have had uh, some clearing in the overnight hours, at least for the windward areas. We're not seeing as many of those clouds focused over the mountain areas this early morning as our winds have eased off a bit. So. For today, that's the big change. We started to see those winds ease off late yesterday afternoon into the evening hours, and this morning, winds all under double digits. So humidity levels on the rise. When winds are down, humidity's up, and that's definitely what we're seeing right now. We've been waking up in the 60th percentile for the last, well, for a while now. We've had our trade winds, and humidity now close to 80. So not too comfortable and not going to be too comfortable. We have a state forecast high of 90 degrees, so the higher temps plus the higher humidity, you're likely going to be feeling the heat. Again, not waking up to too much rainfall, though the best chance for the morning shower is definitely going to be for the windward sections. Again, winds on the lighter side, but they could still, the trade winds could still carry us a few trade showers. The best chance for those would be over the windward areas, and they'd likely stay confined there just due to the fact that the wind's not strong enough to push those over to the leeward section. So we're looking mostly dry and sunny to start things off leeward, and then as sea breezes take over, do expect some spotty afternoon interior showers. Ross and Christine, back to you. Thank you very much, Kel. Happening now, hundreds of thousands of Californians are without power for the second time in two weeks as dangerously windy weather prompts safety shutdowns. Sparking may be to blame for the fire that erupted late last night and has now expanded to more than 15 square miles as powerful winds sweep through the region. You're taking a live look now. Evacuations in Sonoma County have been ordered. There are no reports of injuries. Power has been cut off to about half a million people from the Sierra foothills to portions of San Francisco Bay Area. We're also following developments in the UK where police have now confirmed that 39 people found dead in a container truck near an English port were Chinese citizens. The deceased were found yesterday in the southeastern city of Grays and they included 31 men and 8 women. Early reports indicate that they may have died from freezing. The 25-year-old truck driver who is from Northern Ireland is being questioned on suspicion of attempted murder, but has not yet been charged. Back here at home and new this morning, police have arrested a 36-year-old man for abuse in the McCulley area. Now, it happened yesterday before 9 a.m., and according to police, the man assaulted a 33-year-old female family member while in the presence of a child under the age of 14. Charges are pending. Honolulu police are also investigating a possible stranger danger incident in Kalihi. Fern Elementary officials sent a letter home to parents after the incident yesterday morning. The school says that a student reported being followed by a man as he was walking to school on Kamehameha the Fourth Road. The suspect tried to grab the child but failed. If you saw anything, please call police. A former Hawaii man is dead after a four-car crash in Arizona. Officials say that the victim and another person were under one of the vehicles securing tow straps when another vehicle rear-ended one of the cars. The victim was rushed to the hospital where he later died. His name was not released. The person who he was with remains hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. People in the other vehicles only had minor injuries. 
Well, back here at home, Pulley Highway has seen many pedestrian accidents over the years, and now lawmakers have set aside $5.2 million to make the crosswalks in that area safer. Residents are hoping that they get what they've been asking for before another tragedy hits. Last October, 83-year-old Raymond Endo was hit by a truck and died after crossing the highway at the Wood Street intersection. The next day, officers were pulling drivers over for failing to yield to pedestrians. Then the state added delineators to draw attention to the crosswalks, but there could be a more permanent solution. We responded to a, an issue where more than one person has died and we've put in place We've, we've gotten the money to do what needs to be done, and we just need, we just want to, we just want it to be done at this point. Senator Rhodes says that the pedestrian traffic signals would be similar to the ones on Bishop Street, where they would only be activated when someone is crossing to minimize impact on traffic. The Transportation Department says it's still looking at options for the area, including signals and raised pedestrian crosswalks. They expect to have their reviews completed by early next year. A Honolulu City Council meeting later today will address the immediate repairs needed for the popular Cocoa Head Trail. Yeah, with hundreds of people hiking the trail every day, we sent Dallas on to Verisover to give us more details about today's agenda. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christine and Ross. Well, today's meeting will not only re request the city administration to update the city council on those long term and short, uh, immediate repairs, but also urge Mayor Kirk Caldwell to release those appropriations that have already been made for Cocoa Head Trail. Now, if you remember earlier this year, back in June, Mayor Kirk Caldwell did approve a $1 million spending to fix up Cocoa Head Trail, but according to members from the Coconut Coalition, which is a nonprofit local group of hikers that come here on a regular basis. They say they haven't seen any changes being made since that approval. So that's what today's meeting is all about. It's about where's the money and where do we go from here? So that's going to be taking place at 1 p.m. at the Honolulu Halle. But just to give you an idea about what Cocoa Head Trail goes through on a regular basis and throughout the year, as you make your way up, there are several railroad ties that are missing. Sometimes there are railroad spikes or other objects that sometimes stick out as you hike your way up that could cause minor to major injuries. And of course, there are those recent bee colonies that have been swarming underneath the tracks. And keep in mind, this is such a worldwide destination. It has a huge following. So it's not just, you know, people here on the island or residents in the United States who come here to hike the trail. You have people from Japan, you have people from Canada, you have people from Europe who come here. So it really just gives you an idea about the wear and tear the Cocoa Head Trail goes through throughout the year. So if you want to go ahead and share your voice and share your thoughts about what changes should be made here at the Cocoa Head Trail, definitely go to today's meeting at 1 p.m. at the Honolulu Halle. And of course, we will have any updates that come out of today's meeting on our website at khon2.com or in our later newscast. Reporting from the Cocoa Head Trail, Dallas Navarro, sing back to you guys in the studio. Honolulu police are asking for witnesses to step forward after a kidnapping in Waipahu. We're told on Tuesday around noon, several men wearing blue bandanas over their faces assaulted a victim at the Waipahu townhouse complex and then forced the victim into a vehicle. Police believe that this is the suspect's vehicle, 
a red Ford Explorer with the license plate TFB 979. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 955-8300. Meanwhile, HPD is also asking for your help finding a purse-snatching suspect. On September 27th, this suspect approached the victim from behind along Helu Moa Road in Waikiki around 1.30 a.m. He pulled her purse so hard that it threw the victim to the ground, causing her to fracture her hip. The victim is a local woman who had just gotten off of work. If you recognize the man or know anything, call Crime Stoppers. A bill to expand the plastic ban on Oahu will be brought up once again today at the City Council. But there have been some changes since the last time that we told you about the measure. Under the latest proposal, prepackaged foods like juice boxes sold with a plastic straw, cup noodle and plastic or foam packaging for raw meat, seafood and eggs would still be allowed. Another change to the bill would allow businesses to give out plastic straws to customers who ask, which was added for those who may have a medical or physical condition that requires them to use a straw. But some businesses say that there are still some additional changes they'd like to see. One of the um, amendments that we had asked for in that particular bill was relating to um, whether or not baked goods and prepared foods should um, be allowed to be put into a plastic bag. So our baker dudes makes all their bread. It's more sanitary to have it covered and then bring it here and it stays fresher in plastic. There are also new proposed amendments to the date on when the ban would begin. There are suggestions to move the ban's startup date all the way up to 2022. People will get another chance to testify in front of the city council today and we'll follow up and let you know what happens. Back here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.